you, EBO. Thank you, Tony. We've got president of the Job Creators Network, Elaine Parker, here to talk about, once again, Biden stealing our money for those who signed on the line, promised to pay, and ain't going to do it. Hi, Elaine. Hi, thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. I'm so sick of this, honest to God. I mean, when I was a kid, if you signed on the line, that meant something. It was like a handshake or a a blood brother where you, like, cut your hand and you shook hands and your blood intertwined. I mean, you made a deal. You paid your deal. And now it's like, do whatever you want. Taxpayers will bail you out. Well, it, it goes a lot farther than that. And that's because the president continues to just defy the Supreme Court's decision last yep. summer when they told him, you don't have the authority to rewrite laws. This is a question for Congress. Um, he has now unilaterally forgiven $138 billion without a single act of Congress. This sets a precedence going forward that if you're a president and the Supreme Court gives you a decision and you don't like it, you can just ignore it and do what you want. And that's what's so terrible about what he's doing, besides the fact that, I'm just going to say it, he is stealing taxpayer dollars. Mm -hmm. At this point, he is stealing taxpayer dollars because he's been told he doesn't have the authority to do this. And I hope that voters hold him accountable in November. I hope that he he gets held accountable. I don't care if he's a confused old man who can't, you know, how they give him a pass, but then they tout him as the next <clears throat> the next viable president for the next term. But the Supreme Court said you can't do it. If you break the Supreme Court's decision, don't you go to jail like if you and I did that? Wouldn't we go to jail? Well, because this has never been done, like there's no president that has ever just defied the Supreme Court's decision. I'd like to know if there's a contempt of Supreme Court. Uh, I'm not a lawyer, so I'd have to ask one. (laughs) I mean, there has to be. That's why they exist. They're the final. The buck stops here. They are the final say. That's that's how things get added or not added to what the Congress can then vote into or out of the Constitution. This is where people go to have decisions made so that things can end with the torturous events in their lives, from land grabs to to, to horrible decisions in lower courts, those sorts of things. That That's what the Supreme Court does. So the fact that he did this again, he needs to be held accountable. Absolutely. And, and furthermore, it does nothing to solve... The underlying problem of out of control tuition. Every time he forgives more debt, he tells these colleges and universities that are sitting on eight hundred billion dollars in endowments. He he tells them, "Go ahead, keep raising tuition on these students." There is no accountability for these colleges. There is no success measurements for the degree programs that they sell these children. Um, and, and they don't have any skin in the game. They don't care if these kids get jobs when they graduate. They don't care if they're selling a degree program on gender studies, that there's no jobs in the country available to pay back the loans. They simply don't care because there's no success measurements in, involved for them. But the kids are choosing the classes, not the college. I mean, I'm, I'm sure that somewhere in deep inside the colleges, they do want their students to succeed or they wouldn't exist in the first place. But the kids are choosing these. Shouldn't the parents be going, yeah, I'm not helping you pay for that? Or, you know, FAFSA should say, nope, we're not helping you out with that. Or um, whatever the case may be. But I keep hearing the argument, you can't expect an 18-year-old to make a good decision about something. Well, you're sure as hell giving them credit cards and expecting them to pay them back. 
Well, that's obviously a larger discussion, um, but I mean, look, it is hard for an 18-year-old, I think, to understand how hard it is to pay back a, a twenty-five or thirty thousand or sixty thousand dollar loan, and how long it takes. It is really hard to pay back that kind of money, and the disclosures that should be happening to these students when they are about to sign on the dotted line is: this is the success rate of kids getting jobs across the country with this degree program. This is the amount of money that the college kicks in to pay for this degree program because we so believe in this degree program and everybody gets a job in it. Um, And this is the total amount of money that you're going to end up paying back over the course of the next 20 years or 30 years, however long it takes you to pay it back. This is the total amount with interest that you're going to pay back. You get those disclosures when you buy a home. Mm-hmm. You find out exactly at closing how much you're going to pay in total for the house. Yep. Why don't these kids get these kind of disclosures? They're not getting them. And so 18, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, we all deserve those kinds of disclosures. Yes, in the end, these kids are making the decision to sign on the dotted line, and they are responsible. I don't think taxpayers should be on the hook for it. But I also think that these colleges and universities are getting a free pass. Well, isn't that the discussion we should be having then with the White House instead of give them all our money for free? Because I couldn't afford to pay for a degree like that. When I was a kid, six kids with a dad who worked at the post office. I mean, we got free lunches at school. Going to college just wasn't even in the cards. Some of us got to go, but we signed on the line and we paid back. So... I mean, it's not any different now than it was then, except it's more expensive. These are the exact discussions that we've been having since we filed. We were one of the cases that took the administration all the way to the Supreme Court um, in the student loan bailout that was struck down. And we have been um, out loud demanding that there be committee hearings, that we haul the presidents of the top 10 offenders or 20 offenders of the out-of-control tuition, bring the presidents of these colleges in, sit them down, line them up like they did during the financial meltdown in 2008 when they brought in all the heads of the banks, Mm -hmm. um, and ask them to justify why they continue to raise tuition at twice the rate of inflation every single year. Ask them to justify that. Ask them why they don't give disclosures. Ask them why they sell these kids' degree programs that have no success out there and no hope of ever paying it back. Make them justify it. It Doesn't a kid know that there's not a job in gender studies? I mean, they've graduated high school. They're going to college. Are they really that obtuse? Well, there's a... There's a maturity level we can talk about, but there's also, there's a whole indoctrination happening right now, and it's been happening actually for decades beneath our noses, and, um, it, you know, unfortunately, we send our children to colleges, and that's exactly where the indoctrination is happening, Mm -hmm. and, you know, there is a belief there that, you know, there is a, there is jobs in gender studies, and I, I don't know where they are. I've never heard of one. I, I can't even imagine... Uh, maybe they'll create that line of work for people who are transitioning. I don't know. Maybe that's coming down the road, but it ain't here now. And so they're baristas or they're working at fast food. But either way, what Biden did is illegal. It should never be allowed to happen again. And yet here we are. Yeah, it it blows up our separation of powers. These are three co-equal branches of government. That's how our Constitution is written. 
And I believe what he said uh, last week when he uh, forgave this next this this uh, this level these student loans um, is he said the the Supreme Court didn't stop me. Yeah. So he's not letting he's not letting the Supreme Court stop him, and he's fulfilling his promise to fix the student loan system. I just don't know how forgiving loans for people who signed up for them fixes the problem. He needs to look at the root cause of the problem, and they're unwilling to do that because this is an election year and this is vote buying. Well, that's sad, and something needs to happen. But again, they'll just say he's too old and, you know, they'll let him go for whatever. It's just... It's a double standard that's gross. Meanwhile, Trump is spending his entire fortune trying to just stay out of jail for stupid crap that has nothing to do with anything. And we've got this guy running a muck break in every law you can think of, and nobody seems to care. Elaine, where do they go to learn more about the JCN? They can go to jobcreatorsnetwork.com. Everybody go there. Elaine, thank you. Thank you. Uh-huh. Bye-bye.